with Benji. I appreciate you joining me. If you haven't checked out previous episodes, they are available on uh, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. But this week, I wanted to change it up. wanted the visuals to be a little different. So you'll see in the background, I've got uh, a few plants and such. And uh, yeah, so this week, I'm going to actually my, uh, I think my Monsteras, can you see that? I think it's dying. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what it needs. Like the leaves are starting to. So if you know how to take care of a Monstera plant. Oh, and if you're only listening to the free feed, in my background, um, you can see a uh, guitar and some plants and stuff like that. If you've seen my plant room, it's actually full of plants. But regardless, that is not what I'm talking about today. Today, what I wanted to talk about was... The time I was the Easter Bunny, which in reality I may still be the Easter Bunny. It may be something that I just sort of um, keep and maintain as an identity. But um, yeah, in university, I just applied for this job and uh, I, I managed to get it somehow. Later they ended up asking me to be Santa, which like, I don't have enough gray for that. So I was kind of insulted, but regardless, uh yeah, the, being the Easter Bunny. So if you have children listening to this, um, the, the Easter Bunny's not real. I'm sorry. Um, spoiler alert, I guess. I, I Hopefully, I mean, I try to keep these streams clean, but, you know, Easter Bunny's not real. Neither is Santa Claus. So we'll just, we'll leave that alone for the time being. I was dressed up as the Easter Bunny, and... Yeah, it was it was a weird experience because you put on this massive, like this huge head that you only have the mouth to see out of, and is this little grill. And um, first few nights that I was the Easter Bunny uh, up at the mall, this was in Fredericton, and the first few nights that I was the Easter Bunny, I would just sort of chill, and then you'd say, hi, little boy, and actually, you don't say anything, you're not allowed to say anything, but you'd sit them under your lap, or you're like, do, 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 um, you make different faces, and they're not faces, I can't see your face, I made faces, I uh, learned after a couple nights that you don't have to smile under, it's like smiling under your mask, you don't have to smile, nobody sees it, nobody cares, uh, so I had the experience, or was blessed with the experience of being able to be the Easter Bunny, for a couple of years in a row. And it was, it was fun. It was something where, uh, yeah, you put on this massive head, you've only got this little grade to see. And when you're working weekdays at the mall as the Easter Bunny, it's kind of slow. So you get up to no good sometimes, especially with security guards that are terrified of uh, grown, grown men that are dressed as Easter Bunnies. And you can chase people around, and uh, yeah, there are fun things you can do as an Easter Bunny. But unfortunately, most of the time, I ended up just bored because the mall was so slow. I'd work like the Tuesday-Wednesday shift, and Tuesday-Wednesday evenings, nobody's at the mall. So I was just, like, sitting there, and there were actually times where the Easter Bunny, or I, fell asleep on this bench... Uh, next to 
the, the, all the Easter Bunny propaganda, memorabilia, whatever, the, the the cameras and stuff, and I just fall asleep on the bench, but it was inside of this massive head, so I'm just, like, laying down, resting my head, and the, and the, the head, the Easter Bunny head, mascot head, was, it had, like, this helmet that you kind of strapped yourself, you sit it on your shoulders, and then, um, but it was, it was a very, very hot suit. So on days like when on Saturdays when it was super busy, you don't really get a break, you can't go pee. Um, they gave you this vest, this, uh, if you remember elementary school gym, the, these pennies um, with pockets in them, both in the front and back. And we'd have um, ice packs that we can put in sort of along your breasts, along your belly and in the back. And you quick, like it was cold, but you quickly were very thankful for those ice packs. And it was something that when you have a long day and you're just like, ah, making faces and stuff, it's something that you get bored of quite quickly, which is kind of sad. Like, I, I don't envy people who are Santa at Christmas time because they have to maintain that smile the entire time. And I could not imagine. But it was something that, it was fun. I mean, the, the ladies that I worked with, the Easter Bunny's helpers, for lack of a better term, were fun people. They were actually enjoyable to um, spend the time with because she was all for my shenanigans. She was all for me. There would be these guys, um, one night I remember these guys came in and they must have been from... Uh, from Oromocto, from the base, and they were dressed in their full uh, garb and uh, in camouflage, and I would, like, run up to them and say, Hi, how are you? And they, they hated it. Oh, my goodness, they absolutely hated it because, I, I mean, if you are with ears and everything, I'm probably about an eight-foot-tall Easter bunny. So when you have an Easter bunny with a massive, it's like a three-foot round head and eight feet tall coming towards you, prancing, because you know that I was not just walking or running like a normal human being, because I have to be dramatic. So uh, you like, you prance a little bit, and you, and you have fun with it, which is what I was doing, is I had some fun. And they weren't the only people I did that to. I did that to many people. But of course, then there was also the parents that would come by that wanted their kids to be invested. But the kids would be sitting in the cart. And when the kids' heads were turned, I would jump in, grab the cart. And uh, <laughs> the kid would turn around, see me, and either be extremely excited or extremely terrified. So luckily, um, the Easter Bunny, me, had a basket of small suckers that I was able to give to kids, or heck, even adults that um, that wanted a sucker. And they were, I mean, they were cheap suckers, but it was something when you're working 8 or 12 hours as the Easter Bunny, it's something you don't mind, like, popping up, because you have to reach in through the head and popping it in. So I'd have one of my helpers, or at least the second year when I was an alumni, and I could get away with that sort of thing, I was able to have one of my helpers give me suckers or just like pop them through my head so that I could unwrap them with my mouth and then like or I'd have her unwrap them and just slip them through like the little break in the uh, the mesh but fortunately being the Easter Bunny um was not one of the only characters that I was able to do I worked for a party company 
in university as well. I uh, think it was called Enchanted Heroes at the time. And it started out with me dressing up as Spider-Man. And uh, the Spider-Man was fine, or not as as Spider-Man was fine. And then I dressed up as Leonardo the Ninja Turtle, um, as Batman. I was uh, very good friends with uh, Princess or Queen Elsa. Um, we would have a lot of fun. Um, but fortunately, I was able to be Spider-Man on a number of occasions. Now, when you are Spider-Man, you, you feel so powerful. And there were a couple of parties, like there were parties I'd go to and sort of be like, oh, got to get this done, got to get paid for the hour or whatever. Like your typical um, character or dress up character that you see on a movie, like this degenerate. I mean, I wasn't standing outside smoking cigarettes like, all right, kids, gonna, and then wrap my face in my costume. But it was something that I, uh, I would like get there and there was one time I forgot my contacts so like I take off my glasses and when I don't have my glasses on I am like completely blind so I took my glasses off and I zipped it up and you could see my hair like sticking at the back of the zipped up suit and one kid called me on it anyway the parents were able to feel that one for me but it was something that when you are a superhero with great power comes great responsibility. And um, there was one time I was Batman at a pool party at some hotel in Fredericton. And these kids wanted me to jump into the pool with them. And I had a, like a face covering, a Batman face covering. Had I jumped into the pool in this massive leather suit, like I was already hot and like dying because of how hot it was. So I was already not enjoying it. It was so humid in the pool area. It was sticky. It was already hard to breathe. But then I walked around the pool area and of course kids, uh, young boys especially, trying to show off would like splash you or splash you in the face. And that's not an enjoyable experience to be splashed in the face while you're wearing a suit that you're already drenched in sweat in. But my favorite character to play was probably the Spider-Man one. And I spoke to that a little bit, but what's so uh, fun about Spider-Man is that it's a skin-tight suit. There was one time I went to a birthday party at a rock wall, which was cool, and you sort of get special treatment when you're Spider-Man at a rock wall. And they uh, harnessed me up, and they were young, relatively young kids, probably three to five years old, and I had to be harnessed up. I didn't want to be, because <laughs> Spider-Man, you know. And, but I was able to, uh, I got the harness on, and then I just <laughs> climbed up the wall so quickly, and the kids were so enamored by it. And actually, if I can find it, um, and you're watching the video feed, I'll, sh I'll put a picture right here. I think there's a couple of pictures of me, like, hanging upside down at the rock wall. Um, or me, even as Leonardo the Ninja Turtle. There might even exist a picture of me as the Easter Bunny. But the best part, or the worst part, probably the worst part of being Spider-Man, although I enjoyed it, and although it was fun, it was an experience to be able to dress up as a character for a number of parties, and I did it for about a year, but this one party really took the cake. And it was a young boy's birthday party. I think he was about three years old. And he was enamored. He loved it. I was having so much fun. Until I realized that his sister, 
and his sister's friend, whom were probably about 12, 13 years old, were in the corner pointing and giggling. And I was like, I know, like, I'm, I'm Spider-Man, like, that's pretty dope. But I quickly realized that I, being Spider-Man, was dressed in a skin-tight suit. And when you are dressed in a skin-tight suit, everything is visible. Everything. So what they were giggling at was not the fact that her younger brother was having fun and I was being cute and toying around and like pretending to spray webs. What was happening was they were giggling because they could see the entire outline of my package. Which, for any male, especially a male that was as insecure as I was, once I had that realization, I was devastated. I did not want to continue this party, but this was like 10 minutes in to an hour-long appearance of Spider-Man. So I needed to figure something out. Which, basically, all I did was I spent the rest of the time, the rest of this party, knelt down in sort of the squatty Spider-Man pose so that the crotch would spread out really nice and tight so that I wouldn't have to worry about the crotchal region being so revealing. It was interesting, to say the least, because I'd be playing with the kids, and they wanted me to go out to the playground and to play with them and have some fun and swing like Spider-Man does. But everywhere I went, I would see these preteen or teenage girls gawking at me, and I was like, oh, right, gotta squat again, like, hide my manlyhood which was devastating. And then I told, the what's worse than that is I told friends about it. And they were less than helpful. They were less than supportive to their dear friend. Um, and probably rightfully so, because it was hilarious. But they figured that that meant I was open to be rented out as a stripper Spider-Man. Which, for reference, I'm not. I didn't even own this suit. I was working for another company. And... To this day, it remains a joke in our friend group that I could be a superhero stripper to show up to somebody's birthday party, bachelor party, engagement, whatever. So my advice to you is that if you ever get the opportunity, and I've dressed up as other, I was the ice cream cone for Dairy Queen one time, I was the uh, Make-A-Wish Lion, I think that's it. Anyway, there, there have been times where I have had the opportunity to dress up as different characters. And I love playing a character. Even now, me speaking to camera is, or speaking to this microphone if you were listening to the audio feed, speaking is acting. And it's a lot more fun when people can't see your face. So if you ever have the opportunity to be a character, I would say take it because it is one of the most rewarding and fun experiences you may ever have. It's something that allows you the freedom to be somebody else. I remember acting in high school a little bit, and it was actually more than a little bit, quite a bit. And it was something I just loved to do, was to be able to, to act and to be somebody else and to be dramatic. And to, uh, even the other night, I was testing out my, my different character voices which I will not show you right now because I will be heinously 
embarrassed. Regardless, if you have the opportunity to be a superhero or even dress up as the Easter Bunny, I say you take it. Like, take it, because it is so worth it to have that kind of fun, to be able to gesture and, and to be a character is something very, very special. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to other episodes before, or if you're not seeing the other videos that I am putting out, I would encourage you to go check them out on Facebook or on my website, benjcummings.com. Uh, there's also a donate, a donut, there's a donut button. There's a donate button on my website. If you would be so kind, I would definitely appreciate the support so that I can continue doing these, so that I can could potentially move into doing this and video stuff full time. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you or you will hear me, I guess, in the next episode.